Hello, this is Volodymyr Anfimov from Kyiv, and now you're listening Ukraine Under Siege, Russia's Unforgivable War. As a result of the strike of the Russians on the Amstor shopping mall in the city of Kremenchuk on June 27, that number of dead increased to 20 people, 36 people are considered missing, another 40 wounded. Most of the bodies are unrecognized due to the fact that they are badly burned, so the numbers are not final yet. Before the announcement of the air raid alert, there were about 1,000 people there. Fortunately, many managed to get out, but inside there were still workers and part of the visitors. Zelensky said that the attack on the shopping center in Kremenchuk is one of the most daring terrorist acts in the history of Europe. Only absolutely frostbitten terrorists who should not have a place on Earth can strike such an object with missiles. And this is not an erroneous missile hit, this is calculated Russian strike on this particular shopping center, the president of Ukraine is convinced. United States President Joe Biden at the J7 summit called the strike on Kremenchuk brutal and said that the United States would continue to hold Russia accountable for such atrocities. Biden added that one could turn a blind eye to Putin's barbaric war against Ukraine and gas prices would not skyrocket, but America has risen above this moment and is proudly supporting Ukraine. The Russian military department, as usual, is trying to remove responsibility from its military for shelling residential areas and killing citizens. In particular, two criminal false statements were proposed in Russia. That firstly, they allegedly hit the hangars with weapons that came from Europe and the United States. And secondly, that the shopping center, which allegedly caught fire from the detonation of shells, was not working and there were no people there. However, as Denis Monastyrsky, head of the Ministry of Internal Affairs of Ukraine, noted, there were no military facilities around the Amstor shopping center in Kremenchuk within a radius of 5 kilometers. He said that Putin had instructed to hit civilian targets. According to him, the Russian occupiers deliberately chose the time to hit the largest number of civilians, and this suggests that there was an order to hit civilian targets. Also this morning, Russian troops fired eight missiles at the city of Mykolaiv, southern Ukraine. Three of them were shot down, others flew and hit different places in the city of Mykolaiv. The mayor of the city said two rockets hit the barracks that had not been working for a long time. The third rocket hit our central stadium. It's good that no one died, there was no one there. Last year we handed over the administrative building, everything is brand new there destroyed. We made a new field with heating, the rocket hit it there, into the bowl of the stadium, leaving behind a funnel 15 meters wide and 5 meters deep. Other missiles hit the nearby of Fachakov city. As a result, three people died and six were injured. Among the dead was six-year-old girl, three-months-old baby in a coma. The Turkish drone manufacturer Bayraktar is enthusiastic about the solidarity of Ukrainians in raising funds through the charitable foundation of Serhii Pretula, so it will donate the drones for free. Statement on the Twitter page of the manufacturer Baykar. Literally, businessmen and ordinary people contribute funds, small and large, to achieve this goal within a few days. Baikar will not accept payments for TB2 and will send three UAVs to the Ukrainian front for free. We ask that the collected funds be used to help the people of Ukraine in their struggle. We are moved by this solidarity and determination in the face of seemingly unsurmountable challenges. Last week, TV presenter and volunteer Serhii Pretula opened a fundraiser asking Ukrainians to raise $12 million for three Bayraktar UAVs. Ordinary Ukrainians did it in three days and collected $17 million for four drones. 
The Moody's rating agency announced Russia's default due to the fact that investors did not receive payments on two issues of eurobonds in the amount of $100 million. These payments have not been credited to investors' accounts at the end of the 30-day grace period. Moody's also commented on the decree of Russian President Vladimir Putin dated June 22, by which Russia determined that it would pay all external debts in rubles. The agency claimed that such an event would also be considered as a default for bonds that do not allow payments in rubles within the prospectus. Zelensky and Stoltenberg held telephone talks on the first day of the NATO summit in Madrid, which will last until June 30. The Ukrainian president said that Kyiv needs more air defense systems, but the main topic of the meeting is not Ukraine, judging by earlier statements by NATO officials. A decision is expected from the summit to increase NATO's military contingent in Eastern Europe, as well as the designation of Russia as the main military threat. Earlier, the Secretary-General of the Alliance said that China would also be mentioned in the final statement of the summit as a threat to values and stability. Thank you for listening to us and helping to bring closer the victory of Ukrainians in the struggle for freedom and independence. Glory to Ukraine!